0: The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin
1: flair. Vicious? I I don't have to show you how to stinkin' vicious!
0: This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: You know, it's not a matter now of letting... Obamacare implode because of the paralysis of uh, imposed on the Republicans by senators with no values. Of course, I speak of the ones who lied. That's that's going to be the inevitable outcome. Those who lied about their earnest to repeal Obamacare. Uh, welcome, everybody. It's Chris Sato's show. I wish I had better news on a Friday. But he, uh, here is the prognosis before I give you the the good news. Uh, the the, here's the bad news Uh, we are being represented by a whole bunch of people who don't represent us and those of you who don't live in the state of arizona you have just been stabbed in the back by senator john mccain you can thank the good folks of arizona for imposing him on us he returned to washington dc a hero allegedly only so he could be an obstructionist and join democrats this is John McCain, ladies and gentlemen. This will be his legacy. Glad you made it to the program today. Triple a 93393 888 900 3393 Getting in touch with us is easy, not only over the phone, but also on social media. At Chris Salcedo T X at C-H-R-I-S. S-A-L-C-E-D-O-T-X as in Texas. On Facebook, the Chris Salcedo Show. C-H-R-I-S-S-A-L-C-E-D-O, folks. That's how you find us. There's a handy-dandy email link right there as well. Catching this show on demand on your schedule, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Live is theblaze.com slash radio. Blaze Radio smartphone app and the iHeartRadio app, and make sure to check out our presence. On theblaze.com, in the channels section. Uh, Before I even talk about The reprehensible actions and the cocky and arrogant actions of John McCain. Let me say a word about the passing of Charlie Gard. Um, You know, I'm a believer in God. And I don't normally talk or dedicate significant portions of this program to faith because I recognize many of you don't share my my Catholic faith. I also recognize that um, the principles that many of us speak about are informed by a basic understanding of Christendom, the Judeo-Christian ethic that has created this, this country. And I, I never want to come off as, preachy when it comes to religion.
1: Uh,
2: I may come off as preachy as uh, promoting conservatism, but I never wanted to do that with religion. However, I am more sure than I have ever been that God is at work. And as we've lamented the tragedy And the cold-heartedness and the callousness of the all-powerful state, lording over the life, the very short life, and yes, even the death of this child. He could become, and we will do everything we can to make sure he becomes uh, a beacon Uh, I've called him the canary in the coal mine. If this is the kind of power you want to turn over to your government, you don't belong here. You don't, well, you don't belong listening to this program because if you believe this is the the kind of power the state should have, you will not be able to contemplate or understand any of the concepts that we talk about in the Chris Salcedo Show. You don't belong here in America, as far as I'm concerned, because this country wasn't predicated, wasn't founded on those types of principles. As a matter of fact, this country was founded opposing those kinds of principles. You guys realize that Charlie Guard's parents wanted to take him home so he could die with his parents at home and the state wouldn't allow it. You want to know why? They were afraid that the parents would whisk him away to some capitalist nation somewhere and save him. Um... Uh, Medically speaking, I don't think that was possible. But they kept him in hospice. They wouldn't let the parents take him home. Judges now, bureaucrats, making that call. Not doctors. Not the parents. It was those same bureaucrats and judges who stood in the way of Charlie Gard getting the care he needed. In the beginning. Uh, No expense to the other taxpayers. Charlie Gard represented the left everything that he represented to us on the right. You See, if he was saved and socialism was proven to be deficient, well, that just couldn't be allowed. And that's what happens when you surrender paying for your stuff to an all-powerful government. That's your trade-off. What, you you leftists thought it came for free? You Bernie Sanders clueless nutbags thought it came for free? You've been listening to far too many of your professors on college campuses. You didn't think it came with a cost? Have you been misinformed? Everything in this life comes with a price everything now you can be good little leftists and try to use government to force other people to pay that price for you which is what the democrat party in this country strives for it's what they typify as you watch them try to uh say they're not responsible for anything they've done, Obamacare included. I've got a soundbite from Chuck Schumer coming up, which will illustrate this. But what I'm hoping is that Charlie Gard will be a symbol, a symbol of the failure of the left wing, a symbol of the cold, callous nature of government. You're just a number. Everything is subordinate to the all-powerful state. And the Salcedo Show axiom applies here, folks. It is best not to give government more power lest it be abused. And I would tell all of you this is a massive abuse of the public trust, a massive abuse of government's power, the death of Charlie Gard. And I am hoping he serves as a beacon to those with a conscience to turn around those here in America. Now that does not apply. That does not apply to the likes of John McCain. We'll get to that next. It's Chris Salcedo show
0: here on the blaze. Keep up with the Chris Salcedo show on Facebook and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX. Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on the blaze radio network. Salcedo is on the Blaze Radio network. All right,
2: welcome back, everybody. It's um, you know, before I go on much further, I, I will do the flip around. We'll do the flip around in the uh, in the second hour. Eric Bowling will also be on in the second hour uh, from Fox News. He's got a book out, and I was able to speak with him earlier on the uh, on the Dallas show. So I wanted you guys to get his take on um, all the news of the day. And he had a, you guys are going to hear a reference to a book signing that he was doing in, uh, in North Texas. So I want to let folks uh, there on the local show hear what he had to say. But uh, you guys will be interested to hear what his take is on the uh, stuff of national import. So that's coming up with the program. Um, for those of you who have not, I can't imagine anybody on, on this program not knowing what John McCain did. And we tweeted about this. We showed the picture. John McCain, uh, what is the word? Sachet isn't the right word. Perhaps, no, swagger. He swaggers up last evening. And somebody in that hall gave him the courtesy of not reading out his name and saying, John McCain, nay. They didn't do that. Senator McCain, nay. That that didn't happen. Uh, The the, the senator from Arizona was able to swagger up uh, exuding an air of self-import and simply give a thumb down to audible gasps in the Senate chamber. Now, let let me be plain about what they were voting on. As a matter of fact, let Charles Krauthammer be plain about what they were voting on.
1: I love the fact that the senators are saying they will support the final bill, which will be the skinny bill, uh, on condition that it can't become law. <laughs> Isn't there a pattern here? That's exactly what the Republicans did two years ago. Yeah. The, the, this, this skinny bill, they
2: were looking for assurances that it would never, ever, 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 ever become law because it was such a poopy bill. Well, folks, I've, I've got to remind you, the reason why you do poopy stuff is because you don't do work. The Republican Party, for the last seven years, did nothing but complain and moan and bitch they did nothing to provide an alternative they did no work to come up with a consensus bill to rally behind and put on an incoming president's desk they 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 didn't do any work now so so we can't exonerate the republicans for their culpability in all of this they rolled over for resident obama and the imposition of obamacare when they didn't even see i hate to remind you guys about this but when obamacare was being debated republicans didn't come up with a bill then to say here's our idea Obama said, let me be clear. It's our idea. Where's Republicans' idea? And you know what? The same leaders that we are we have now put in charge of repealing Obamacare, they were in charge for not even putting up an alternative to, uh, alternative to Obamacare way back then. With the exception of Boehner. All he's doing is uh, grabbing a snoot full of bourbon whenever he gets a chance and blithely declaring that the GOP will never repeal Obamacare. I'm beginning to believe him. I, I don't think the Republican Party is the place for the conservative movement anymore. If you're a conservative who believes in liberty, in freedom, in a limited government structure that handles the basics and otherwise stays out of your life, if you believe in merit, if you believe in people being able to keep more of the fruits of their labor to take care of their needs and be able to donate, uh, to charities of their choice, instead of having government be the ultimate charity where elected leaders are able to use your money to keep themselves fat and happy and wealthy. Um, the Republican Party is no longer the place for you. I, I've worried about this, about openly calling for a third party, which I'm not doing yet. I'm just, I'm just saying I don't see any evidence that the Republican Party is worthy of support. Considering who is a part of that, who makes up that party? Are you proud of a party that has Lisa Murkowski in it? Are you proud of a party that has Susan Collins in it? Are you proud of a party that has the likes of Senator John McCain in it? I I think if rank and file Republicans, conservatives were polled, uh, the vast majority of them would say no. Who would you say you're proud of? In the Republican Party. What? Ted Cruz, Mike Lee, Rand Paul. It's a pretty damn short list, isn't it? On the House side, Jim Jordan. A lot of the guys in the Freedom Caucus. Louis Gohmert, those guys, those cats. Randy Weber came on the other day. Michael McCall, frequent guest on this program always a mind on defending the nation but that's about it i mean i know there's some some others that i left off but the 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 broader point i guess is this they don't make up the majority of that party the majority of that party for all intents and purposes are democrats So when I say that the Republicans have not accorded themselves well for the uh, well for the better part of a decade, that is true. It's also true the Democrats foisted this upon this cancer upon the country. I want you all to look up on I need a little homework for you. I want you all to look up on the internet. Type in Democrats celebrate defeat of skinny bill. They were with full recognition that the law that they shoved down our throats is a catastrophe and is causing so much suffering. They were gleeful in celebrating the defeat last evening. I, I, I think that Donald Trump has been proven right. Let Obamacare implode, and it's not, it's not a matter of let anymore. They, the Republican Party is paralyzed. They can't, even if they wanted to, they can't do a damn thing about it. So, let Obamacare implode, and remember who is to blame. Every Democrat, every Democrat, and those who stood in the way of trying to repeal and replace Obamacare. John McCain, Lisa Murkowski, and Susan Collins with honorable mention of Heller, Capito, and Portman. They own it. I, Folks, there is a case to be made that those who claim they would uh, repeal Obamacare, actually voted to repeal Obamacare when Obama was in office, and then didn't do it when they had the opportunity? They're liars. People of low class, of low character. And they, along with every Democrat, are responsible for the dysfunction in the healthcare system that is inevitably to come and the inevitable crash. I've got more from Crowdhammer. And don't forget, next hour, Eric Bowling from the Fox News Channel coming up, the Chris Salcedo show.
3: The Chris Salcedo Show, part
0: of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Salcedo show on the blaze radio network.
2: All right. Welcome back, everybody. I, uh, I know it's a, uh, somewhat of a downer day. Uh, I, I'm dealing with this. Like many of you are. There's a good deal of betrayal. Uh, I, I take heat, believe it or not. From some of you in the audience, and I, I don't know that it's uh, rank and file. I, some people in the audience who listen happen to be part of or earn their living from the insurance industry. So they, they get a little upset when I label their industry as traitorous, colluding, uh, crony capitalists that it rubs them the wrong way because it well, it's their industry. So I think people get equally upset because uh, when you call out those who are the actual culprits, and it's, it's, it's rather a letdown when you realize the people that you've been voting for, the people that you have been uh, pulling for and have invested your faith, some of you invested your money and your belief in these people. And they either didn't live up to that promise, didn't live up to your expectations, or worse, in the case of the six, you know, uh, Capito, Portman, McCain, others, those people out and out lied to you. They out and out lied about their desire and their commitment to repealing Obamacare. Senator Ted Cruz out there today saying, hey, I think the American people deserve to hold these people accountable. The American people deserve their frustration because they were lied to. There is no no two ways about this. John McCain, Rob Portman, Murkowski, Capito... I know I'm forgetting a couple of them. Heller. Those who voted before to repeal Obamacare in a show vote and then went home and said, I voted to repeal Obamacare. Vote for me. Donate to my campaign. Those people are valueless. They're not trustworthy. They betrayed your trust. And lying to you is one thing. Lying to you is bad enough. But their lies will now harm your family, will harm you. More money out of your pocket, more uncertainty in your country. Don't forget what this all, the the cascading effect this has for tax reform. What, what it's going to do, these, these liberal extremists in the Democrat Party have put so many landmines in their growth of government, unwinding it is so tough, and it, would, it takes people of character and of commitment to do it. And I've got news for you. We don't have them in charge right now. We don't have people of character and commitment. We have people like John McCain who should be committed. Murkowski, Capito, Alexander, Portman, and Heller. So, and, and universally, every Democrat. Universally, every Democrat who's saying, yeah, I know we screwed it. I know we screwed you people. But what's really important is Obama's legacy. So if it's between Obama's legacy and helping out our constituents, our constituents lose. Go wrap your head around that. Uh, Krauthammer was uh, rather amused at what the Republicans had done to themselves. By not doing any work, they got to come up with crappy bills
1: and parliamentary maneuvers, and it resulted in this. I love the fact that the senators are saying they will support the final bill, which will be the skinny bill, uh, on condition that it can't become law. Isn't there a pattern here that's exactly what the Republicans did two years ago when they passed repeal, knowing that Obama would veto it. And then you got that great report from Peter Ducey saying that the introduction of a bill to go to single payer, which is what Democrats ostensibly support, they wouldn't even touch it with a 10 foot pole.
2: Yeah, uh, there was a maneuver by a Republican senator. I think it was.
1: He's not a very well,
2: I shouldn't say not very well known. I don't know much about him. Let me put it that way. Uh, Senator, was it Rain? No, it's not Raines. I'm I'm looking, I, I can see his face. I just can't remember his name. He put up an amendment that basically said, let's vote on single payer. Let's vote on full blown socialism. It's Danes, it's Steve Danes, Republican from Montana. And you know, what the, you know what those Democrats did? You know what those cowardly pieces of excrement did? They voted present. Now all you liberals, you, know, you've, you guys have heard me lamenting how we conservatives have no representation from the Republicans. Think about this, you progressive liberal Democrats out there. There was an amendment put up for single payer, socialism, full-blown socialism, what all you, you leftists want, and your Democrat party voted present. They voted present.
1: Really committed to you and your values, aren't they? Knowing that it will destroy the budget. The bad faith here on all parts is astonishing, but it reflects the fact that nobody has any idea what to do with the healthcare system. Well, true enough.
2: True enough. See, that, that requires work. I, I, I'm I sad to keep pointing this out, but it requires work. And I, I'm of a mind that people are allergic to that kind of thing, the vast majority of them up on Capitol Hill. And you know, for the likes of John McCain and Murkowski, spare me your busy schedule. I gotta go this committee, this committee, this committee, that committee. Hey, it wasn't it wasn't us who made the government that big and unmanageable. You're attending meetings for the small stuff and the big stuff's getting away from you. If you think if you can't if you can't manage government, time to make it smaller. Time to make it manageable. Because that's a hint and a half for your rear end. That if you can't make it work, if you can't dot the I's and cross the T's, then government is too big. We already know it's spending too much of our money. Um, let's see. Uh, do you guys remember... This guy, hold on. We're
0: actually just exposing the Holocaust that's happening in America. There's no Holocaust happening
1: in America. There actually is. Talk about a Holocaust happening in America. Go into an inner city and talk to the poor and underprivileged.
2: Sir, these are the poor and underprivileged.
0: These are the people that are being murdered. Sir, these are image bearers of God. Go to hell where they are. To
2: that's our buddy Zach Roth, everybody. Uh, One of the poster children for what it means to be in the Democrat Party these days all the hate and vehemence and disdain for those who believe in life and uh, follow a higher power. You know, you guys remember he worked for the uh what was it the STEM Academy in Downington, Pennsylvania. Now I say worked, he was he was dismissed from his position as vice principal there uh because he was out uh doing I guess uh parking duty and there were some people on the, st- on the public sidewalk standing up for life and showing people what abortion did and he didn't like it very much and so he, as you heard he said to these teenagers he was talking to you go to hell you can join them those babies in hell he said oh but that's not where this exchange stopped you're at a science
1: based school those are cells
0: it's been proven by science oh no, it happened. hasn't
1: no, it hasn't. Then take it out, and if it can live on its own, it's freaking awesome. Otherwise, shut up, leave me alone.
2: Now, I'd, now if this guy... I have offered progressive liberals like uh, Mr. Zach Ruff here, hey, let's make that our bar, shall we? If we, we take the earliest delivery time ever recorded, and that's our bar, after that, you can't have an abortion. By the way, I, I believe... That is, uh, what is it, 15, no, 18 weeks, 20 weeks, if I remember correctly. So, uh, and, and oddly enough, no liberal progressive wants to take me up on that deal because it's scientific. It can live outside of the body. And as science gets better and better and better and better at saving these wa- the wanted children, then we can continue to slide that bar down to the point to where we, we, we get viable artificial wombs that are scientifically based. that could remove a child and put it in an artificial womb and have it grow to maturity. That means we would be able to eventually, as science progresses, outlaw abortion. Oddly enough, nutbags like this uh, Zach Ruff guy don't ever want to take me up on that offer. I wonder why.
1: I will call the police for you harassing me.
0: So we're not harassing anybody. We are saying
1: that we live in a society that murders human beings. Yeah, it's called the death penalty. Why don't you go protest that? Sir, these are innocent human beings. They're not innocent. They're cells. They're not cells. They're cells. They're the size of a dime. They're cells. So you need to turn to Jesus Christ. He can set you free from your sin. (laughs) Listen here, son. All right. I'm as gay as the day is long and twice as sunny. I don't give a what you think Jesus tells me and what I should and should not be doing.
2: The Alliance Defending Freedom, a conservative legal group, released a statement Thursday announcing that they received a settlement on behalf of the two religious teenagers who were excoriated and abused verbally by this representative of the government-run education system in Pennsylvania. So finally, uh, a victory for the good guys in court. Back in a minute. The Salcedo Show, here in The Blaze.
0: He is quickly becoming the left's favorite (laughs) piñata. Only problem is this piñata hits back. Chris Salcedo on the Blaze Radio Network. Taking in a little Latin flair with Chris Salcedo on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Yeah, as everybody's paying attention to Scaramucci and uh, his profanity-laced interview with The New Yorker, why would you call anybody The New Yorker anyway? Everybody's focused on that. Meanwhile, you've got uh, the unmasking uh, issue with former Obama-ites and all their improper surveillance and, and the documentation showing that. You've got... Debbie Wasserman Schultz aide smashing up hard drives and been on her payroll and oh good grief all the all this other news that's concrete being drowned out by all of this drama. Sometimes I think we're getting played, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, uh, let's get out to Massachusetts. Scott, hey buddy, welcome to the Show. Happy Friday.
3: Hey Chris, thanks thanks for having me on. Um, it's been a while. I don't think I've called in about a month. And if yeah, I sound tired. On? What's up, man? If I sound tired, it's because I just got back from Atlanta for four days, so I'm still getting my uh, coordinates. But Understood. Um, just t- Thank you. Trump's, uh, two quick points. Trump's speech today, did you get a chance to hear it? It was amazing speech, again.
2: I did not get a chance to hear it, no.
3: Okay, it was in front of right. law enforcement officials, and mm-hmm. it was a- basically supposed to be about how they're tracking down MS-13. He got a little off-topic, like he does sometimes, but it was natural <laughs> and raw, and it was awesome one other point i would like to make i just happened to be over at my mother's house and she bought people magazine which is a rag much like the times and most left-wing bs he's on the cover and what does the subtitle say how we've t- taught his family to fight dirty and win he is really up against it when it comes to the media it's unbelievable they're literally rooted against them and then inherently rooted against the country it's almost like they want him to fail which ipso facto means they want the country to fail and i just i really don't get it because he's really trying hard if you well hold, fault, hold like, on
2: hold on hold let, on let me let me just push back on that because i got i got uh, there's there's this singer out there what is her name uh janna del rey something we it was on the blaze some pop artist some uh ditzy uh left winger <laughs> anna del rey that's her name Anna Del Rey, do you know do you know her music? I don't know her music.
3: Chris, I do not. I'm, I'm a fan of Hard Rock. I like yeah, rock and yeah. Roll. I don't well, pay so, she's out there saying year. she's not
2: going to fly. She's not going to fly the American flag, okay? Because huh. because Trump is president. And you know what? I I said I got I had to remind her. I said, look, sweetheart. Uh, the president is not America. Obama wasn't America, neither is Trump. We, the people, are America. So yeah. when you sit there and you say you're not going to fly the the flag to somehow stick it to Trump, you're really sticking it to the country. So it's not really a good move to all the people in the country who revere that flag. And I think you're a uh, a spoiled, rotten little snowflake. Sure.
3: It's very true. We are a government of the a nation of the people, for the people, by the people. If you don't like Trump, that's okay. Vote him out or take action in the midterms. I have a quick question for you. This is out of the blue, but who do you think is going to win the Democratic primary in 2020 to oppose Trump's bid for a two-term presidency?
2: I will give you that answer on the other side of the break. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. I got to think on that. Guys, don't don't let me forget. I gotta I gotta answer that question maybe maybe john mccain
0: let's 888-900-3393
3: the chris salcedo show
2: on the blaze radio network